Good morning, friends. Today I want to finish a message on prayer that I started last week. It's based on Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 to 11. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. As you may recall from last Sunday, Paul's prayer begins with three requests for the Philippians believers. And as we pray for others, we should feel perfectly free to include these three requests as our own. Let me review very quickly. Request number one was abounding love. Verse 9 says, it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more. You see, no matter how much love we have, our love can always increase. The second request was growing in knowledge, with knowledge and all discernment, it says. And in context, Paul is asking that their love express itself in an intimate knowledge of who God is. And request three was increasing discernment. Verse 10 says, so that you may be able to discern what is best. Paul prays that the Philippians would have such love and knowledge that they would continually make wise choices in life. Now, after listing three things we can pray for all people, Paul offers three answers we should always seek. These answers are results that flow from the three requests just mentioned, love and knowledge and discernment. First of all, a blameless life. Verse 10 says, and may, be, may you be pure and blameless until the day of Christ. I want you to note two key words in this phrase. The word pure comes <clears throat> from two other words that mean judgment and sunlight. In the first century, the shops were often dimly lit, which meant prospective buyers would have trouble viewing what it was they were trying to buy. So when they took the pottery or the fabric out into the sunlight, they could see what it really was. They could see it as it really was. The sunlight revealed the truth. To be pure means to live in such a way that the truth about who we are is clear. It means that people don't have to wonder about what you are doing in the darkness because you have nothing to lie. The word blameless comes from the Greek word scandalon, from which we get our English word scandal. It originally referred to the bait and the trap that would catch some unsuspecting animal. It came to mean a lifestyle that caused others to fall into sin. A blameless person is free from moral scandal. It means you don't stumble into sin, and you don't cause others to stumble by your behavior. When I think about it, true leadership always begins with character, a fact that we seem to have overlooked in recent days in our country. The real power of politics comes from the moral character of the people holding the highest offices. And although a leader may hide behind opinion polls and a favorable economy, in the end, what he or what she is will eventually be found out. No one can escape the moral dimensions of leadership. A second is a fruitful life. Verse 11 says, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. It's interesting how often the Bible uses the metaphor of a fruit tree to describe both the life of the righteous and the life of the wicked. Regarding false prophets, Jesus said in Matthew 7.20, By their fruit you shall know them. I recall reading somewhere 
that you tell the tree is not by the bark it wears, but by the fruit it bears. That's precisely what Paul is praying for, the fruit of visible Christian character. A fruitful life is one that is distinctively Christian in every aspect. It reminds me of the question, if you are arrested for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? The fruitful life can always answer yes. What should also notice that this fruit <clears throat> comes through Jesus Christ. As we are rooted deeply in him and as we draw our strength from him, his power flows through us and produces the fruit of righteousness in us. He is the root and his power produces the fruit. <clears throat> and third, it's a theodoxic life. Verse 11 says, to the glory and praise of God. Now, don't go looking for the word theodoxic in your dictionary because it's not there. It's just a word I kind of made up. Theo means God and doxic means glory, as in the word doxology. So a theodoxic life is one that brings glory or praise to God. Such a person actually enhances God's reputation in the world. Now, friends, when people see you, do they naturally think about God? Does your life serve as a good advertisement <clears throat> for the Lord? As a child raised by my grandparents, I always remember that when I left the house, they would say, don't forget who you are. In other words, <clears throat> I had an obligation not to ruin the family name by the way I lived, and in the process to bring glory to my grandparents if I could. The same principles hold true in the spiritual realm. We who bear God's name must live so that others can see Jesus in us. Before we finish, let's step back and consider how great this prayer in Philippians is. In some way, it covers the whole range of what God wants to do in us and through us. It starts with abounding love that manifests itself in knowledge and discernment, resulting in the ability to make wise choices under pressure, and the invisible fruit of a righteous life that comes from a living relationship with Jesus Christ, so that God alone gets the glory. What a fantastic prayer. Well, here's a little bit of application. Who are you praying for today? Remember that prayer is not a ritual, but a matter of the heart. To pray for someone else is an act of hidden kindness that only God sees. And because God alone sees your heart, he will hear your prayer and reward you in secret. We can touch people through prayer that we couldn't touch in any other way. Prayer is the very sword of the saints. So friends, fellow saints, use it. God gave you a secret weapon so that by your prayers in secret, you can change the world. Until next time, God bless, see the vision, live the mission, feel the passion.